little pull back the curtain. Kyle's student loan statement has been on the list of things to get to nearly as long as the Vegas story. Yeah. Uh, the boxing class. Man, I guess I'm good. Told the good stories. I should do my own podcast. Uh, you did, then you quit. It sucked. If they blew you off, they're dead to me. I'll burn their house down. I mean, I'd like the extra property. <laughs> you looking to eat up some land, are yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, i got to find a place for the pool. Ball of 99. Young, long-haired Steve. Thinking about my lack of girlfriends. Just ruining the day you were caught underwear wrestling. <laughs> that hadn't happened that hadn't yet. happened for three years. I'll never get caught <laughs> underwear wrestling in my neck house. Narrator's note. Yes, he would. <laughs> that hurts, man. It still hurts hearing that. What, the that part of the intro or the idea that you were caught underwear wrestling in college by your attractive female neighbors? The whole thing. The whole kit and caboodle. There's nothing about that story that doesn't make me um, wince. I'm trying to think because I know there there has to be some items brought up on this show that I don't want to speak about and I don't like yeah. but they're brought up and you you go with the flow and it is a funny story and I but I can't pinpoint what it is. Yeah. I could see how that would be between and you have multiples that I know off the top of my head. The underwear wrestling. Yeah. Former boss Jack. Boy, RIP Jack. Um Boy, I guess those are the main two. Those th- those two have been real sticking points in this podcast history. But I think the uh, prob- th- things that I hadn't thought about in years. Yeah. Years. And then they somehow bubble up to the surface while we're rambling on for an hour a week. Yeah. And, uh, and it's weird because as quickly as they disappeared from my memory, they reappeared. But now they're ingrained. Like, right. they're just like hammer and chisel into rock and they're boom right there they're not going away and i feel like it doesn't bother you but uh I mean, the the jet ski tales would i could listen to and talk about that for hours yeah jet ski tales i'm i'm happy to talk about there there wasn't a whole lot there no i do remember getting that jet ski thinking this is gonna get me so many girls and uh, I can now count on one finger minus one the amount of girls that jet ski got me. You because need... I, I had a big crush on uh, one particular girl at the time, and uh, she was like a because I, I lived at the Jersey Shore at the time, right? And she was one of those people that was like goes to work, gets out of work, goes right to the beach, spends all weekend at the beach, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm into the beach too. Side note: No, I wasn't. You like weren't. The beach, you weren't like a the beach, beach bum. The beach was fine. Yeah. And but I, for that brief period of time, I tried to convince myself. Yeah, man, just go to work. And once the man lets me out after I put in my hard time, going to the beach because that that's where I live. That's what I do. I'm an East no, Coast I don't. guy. I'll never leave. No, I don't. The beach is fine. Yeah. I don't mind going to the beach, but like now. I mean, we have beautiful beaches here where we, oh, where yeah. we live. Beautiful uh, lakes. Beautiful like lakes. Massive lakes, lakes. Yeah, the lakes, the side, they may as well be oceans because you can't see to the other side. Some call them great. Some do call them great. But um, I don't know, this this summer, this past summer, I went to the beach like two times, maybe 
summer before that. I don't know, two, three, if that. I haven't been in three years. And now, now that we have a child, going to the beach is going to be the most, like, horrifying. Oh yeah, thing experience I've ever had because it's not just Annette with her chair and a bag, me with my chair and like a magazine or two, or a cooler or, or, or headphones. A, yeah, 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 head, yeah like a a cooler that has a couple sandwiches and maybe a, a drink or two in it. Now it's just. Oh, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna be that guy that has the wagon with just everything, toys, and it's got hooks on the side, and all the hooks have three different bags on yeah. them. Oh, because there's gonna be to diapers, have... and there's gonna be yep. swim diapers, and then there's gonna be a buckets and and things to make sandcastles. You have to have like a little blanket because they can't just sit in the sand. Yeah, you they have gotta to have, have an umbrella because well, of the shade. You can't just have sun. Beating down on your child's face, or one of those little tents. A tent, yeah, yep. like the little, the yep. little baby tent. I oh could my. see, I could this see you be being the worst a, summer ever coming up. Worst summer. Mark it down right now. Remember this. Steve says that summer 2020 is going to be the worst summer of his life. As we move one step closer to pool, Steve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to get a truckload of sand dropped off in my backyard. Like we'll avoid the beach altogether. We'll just do it right here at the house. I'm going to put in an outdoor shower so you can shower off after a day yeah. at the the pseudo beach in the backyard. I think you do it. You do it right. Right. You do. You do, a, you know, an in-ground spa or not spa, but a hot tub. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, know, you got your, me. I'm on, I'm on board. Your semi-authentic beach pool. Yeah, like the where you walk in, like yeah, you go to walk in. There's no steps, like, no steps down. at all. Yeah, you just, don't even not even like pavement. Like, you don't feel concrete. You're yeah. just walking sand. And next thing you know, you're in a pool. Now you're gonna have a sandy pool, so <laughs> you're gonna have a lot of issues with that, right? In terms of the vacuuming and the filters, <laughs> it, might, it might be tough to keep clean. But again, that's why I know you, so I don't have to worry about that, right? And then when we leave after like three hours and wave goodbye, oh, you're, you're coming over to sand pool. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. That's the dream. Know someone who has these items. Right. It's like a boat. You don't want to own a boat. You want to know someone who owns a boat. Precisely. And so we'll wave goodbye, and then you'll spend six hours out back cleaning up sand from the bottom of the pool, sand from you know whatever filters there mm -hmm. are, turning off the heater, because I'm not coming and swimming in a normal temperature <laughs> okay, so gotta, pool. So my, my beach sand pool now has to be heated. Well, any scumbag can come swim in a 68-degree pool. Hey, Who wants that? I'm not disagreeing. So you, you I'm got, just you're making to... a checklist of the things I have to do. Probably have to run a gas line in the yard gas to get line, out yeah, there. Course. Well, plus we're going to have a, the beach bonfire out there, too. Oh, my gosh. A little gas. like you know So you don't have to worry about Because, listen, the worst part about a fire... Everybody claims, oh, let's go have a fire. Let's go sit out by the fire. Nobody wants to start and get the fire built. No. So you have you have the gasoline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A little gas fire. Yep. Um, uh, you know what's going to be great about uh, Beach Backyard Sand Pool? Mm -hmm. In the winter, when it freezes over, then we can play Beach Backyard Sand Pool Hockey. We're going to have a hockey rink. Or figure skating. Uh, you know, may maybe, uh, right? maybe Evelyn or, uh, or Reed will want to, you know, follow in the footsteps of Brian Boitano. They could be ice skating while you and I are trying to put on pads and <laughs> shoot rubber pucks at each other on sure. one end. Yeah. This is all likely. Which at that point, we're going to need to get you like a, a a tractor or a riding lawnmower that we can convert into a Zamboni. Sure. Well, I got the, the, I got the mower. I'll figure out some way. Man, to... oh man, Pool Steve, we're really <laughs> elevating your status. 
As that we're now at Backyard Beach Sand Pool. Man, this is going to have to be a big pool, isn't it? Which, uh, well, I mean, it makes sense because uh, after last week's episode where I threatened to, you heard it in the intro, where I threatened to burn down my neighbor's house. Yes. And then uh, acquire their property for a pool. Do I just knock down the house and build a pool where the house was? I think the pool goes over the house. Or like where the, not over the house, but yeah, where the house was. And I don't want to get too far removed from that because I have questions uh, in regard to an update on that. Well, before, yeah, before we get to that, though, I want to talk about the, go back, going back even further. Mm Mm-hmm. Where we talked about the uh, the underwear wrestling. Yes, yeah. When I was in college. Yeah. Now I've been. Uh, that happened. You you know my friend Frank. Yep. Frank, who uh, we we've referenced, I think last week on the podcast. Yep. We've had um, him on the podcast. And he's bleep him on the he's podcast. Been on the podcast. He was at my bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And um, Frank is a a great guy. I've known him for twenty years at this point. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first people that I met. At Monmouth University in August of 1999, I showed up to, to college not knowing one person there. And uh, within like a day, I became good friends with Frank. Mm-hmm. And Frank was there. Frank was at the underwear wrestling event. And I, we need to call him at some point to get him on and see if he has any memory of that. Because that was during a time when um, I don't believe Frank... Frank was, Frank was straight edge. He... Um, so no drinking, no drugs, no, no none drinking. Of that yeah, didn't drink, didn't smoke, didn't do any drugs, um, and I believe that that was all the way through college. But I guess I'm not positive. So I, we look, would, at, I look at Frank now, and I think Frank, you know, doing a couple lines in the morning for the day, <laughs> smoking a couple joints in the evening to come I, down. You know, I guess I I don't know. I've seen Frank one time in the last. Uh, like five years or so, it was at my bachelor party a couple of years ago. He could be, he could be into coke. Just real busy. He did not. Yeah, he was uh, coming to the wedding, and then there was that yeah, meal. Was that chickens, tea. that chickens cold now. The uh, there was there wasn't one place card left on the place card table. Yeah, that's <laughs> belonged to Frank. Well, he ordered the fillet. That's all right, though, so, Frank. It's all right. Forgive and forget. Yeah, we should get in touch with no, Frank. In all seriousness, if Frank is listening to this, he's not. I am 100% okay because he actually he got in touch with me like that morning saying, I can still catch a like a flight that will get me there. sleep through his flight? No, no, no. He, his flight, there was some issue. His flight oh, was canceled okay. or something. That's what happens with um, Coke users. <laughs> I, I did feel bad for him because I know that he, he wanted to be there mm-hmm. and couldn't for you know for a myriad of reasons so totally cool so did the chicken that he bought or that you bought (laughs) i bet that chicken wanted to be alive you know something that chicken wouldn't have had to give his life there's somebody out back and had to uh you know apologize to this chicken before beheading it yeah saying this is what this one's for frank requested fresh chicken breast and gave it a the old whack so we will need to schedule a time when frank Joins us on the podcast. Yeah, again. we should now, talk to Frank. There's also something I'm working on because Frank has his own podcast with his buddy, uh, with a buddy of his. I won't say his buddy's name because I don't want to give them any free advertising. No, there's no work- free plugs here. I want to. I want to do like a podcast listener swap with sure. him because I've oh, listened. Yeah. I've listened to a bunch of episodes. They've been doing a podcast. They did a podcast together for ten years, which. Ten years ago, mm-hmm. to be doing a podcast, mm-hmm. nobody was doing them. Now, now, right. everyone does a podcast. I mean, I was. Well, yeah, because that worked. <laughs> I mean, you showed them. <laughs> you showed the world. <laughs> I believe that first incarnation was 
Uh, a little off topic. A little off topic. A little yeah. off topic, yeah, and that, that lasted a handful of episodes with a <laughs> what seemed to be a revolving door of co-hosts. Uh, but I was the constant. But you know what I mean. Like ten years ago, it wasn't nearly as common for people to be doing. Absolutely, there was podcasts. like a dozen of them out there in right. two thousand nine. Now everyone does a podcast. There's probably a guy that does a podcast about like vacuuming or the flying kites. Everyone, every there is a podcast for any interest that anyone may have. So I want to work out a, a podcast listener swap because listening to his, listen to a bunch of episodes of his podcast over the last week or so, because he sent me a text. He's like, hey, man, can you, uh, we, we just relaunched our podcast because mm-hmm. they had stopped doing it for a little while, kind of relaunched it, rebranded it. Not a little while, like a long while. I'm, I'm not sure how long they were, they were off. Well, if I recall correctly, Frank sat when at the bachelor party. I, I talked with Frank quite a bit. I'm a people person, Steve. Yeah, of course. I know. There's nobody that likes to make friends more than my co-host, Kyle. It's weird, and, and I don't want to digress too much, but it is weird that's because right. that's I don't. What, that's what we do. I don't seek out like going like, oh man, they live nearby, they could be friends or whatever. But at your bachelor party, when I showed up there, I knew mm-hmm. Joe. Friend of yeah. the friend of the your side gig and yeah. and I've I'd known him for years. He used yep. to him and his wife Dana used to they would go out with us before they had kids. Hockey uh, games after hockey games, yeah. yeah. So I knew Joe. That was it. Mm-hmm. And by the time I left there, man, me and Bob were buddies. Oh, Bob. Yeah. Uh, me and uh, Frank and myself. Frank is uh, chatted with him a lot. Frank gets along with anybody he meets. He's a uh, he's yeah. just one of those people. I'm very envious of people like that where, where they can just they can meet people immediately start conversations find common bonds and just mm-hmm. become friends I'm not I've never been one of those people right. I, get, I get awkward after like three minutes once we get past the oh what do you do oh neat oh, oh I know a guy who works there do you know so and so no you like chicken no Oof, vegan. Oh, boy. Oh, time to go. I mean, hey, it's great to get to know you. Yeah. And then three days later, I send him a Facebook friend request. But when I when when I met with him and we were interacting, and I believe the three of us were even having a conversation about his former podcast, because mm-hmm. at this point, your bachelor party, if I'm thinking correctly, we were fundraising for the, uh, for the billboard. Already? Already, you don't remember, Steve. We fundraised, and we didn't do the billboard for another year. Was it really that long? We ended our, the, the our bachelor- fundraising in May of 2017, I believe. Because the bachelor party would have been... Or 18. Bachelor party was August of 17, because I got married in uh, November of 17. Sure. Man, I don't know. It, everything's just all running together. Yeah. But, but anyway... But we were talking... And we were mentioning our fundraising efforts, and he had talked about his fundraising effort that they ran and the previous incarnation of their that's podcast. That's right. I forgot about the the biggest scam that's ever been pulled off. By and it podcast. had been some time since that happened. He told us because I is, said, "Well, what's the update?" Oh God, on it? I remember that was that had to have been six years ago. And he had said point. that it was like the podcast had ended. Obviously, since then, I so think they that, were they've been off for at least three to four years. Well, because part of that time, Frank had moved he lived in san francisco but sure. he, he only lived there for a couple months and then he moved back um but yeah so i don't know what they're i, I don't know if they were doing one every week and then mm-hmm. it was every month and maybe every two months but but yeah so they're back doing them i've listened to a bunch of episodes and i really enjoy it 
and I listening to it, it felt very familiar. And uh, I think because they do, it sounds a lot like how we have conversations on this podcast. Um, so I'm going to try and work out. I sent him a text a little while ago. A little free flowing. Uh, said, yo, Frank, let's do a podcast listener swap. Hang on. You sent him a text a little while ago? Yeah. You know what time it is in San Francisco? He lives in Brooklyn now. Oh, same, that's, same I, time. I apologize. That's same right. time. That's right. You did just say that. I thought he had moved back. I thought he was there no. for a little bit, moved back, and then ended up going no, back no, no, to San no. Francisco. No, he is. He's back, back in Brooklyn. Gotcha. Okay. By the way, it is Saturday, December 14th, 2019, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast. Um, we have we ha- we have to get to something quickly, boy. but I did want to put a bow on on that, Steve, because um, we we're not going to get into many of the details. You'll hear them when we unveil them in the new year because we haven't really overly discussed mm-hmm. them. There's going to be some changes, slight, somewhat major, whatever, varying yeah. degrees of changes to the podcast in the new year. Basically, what we're talking about is the winding down of the podcast. Yeah, we're we're looking for a way out. We're looking and to be out of this thing by the time we hit the four-year anniversary, which will be in June. June of 2020 will be the yeah. anniversary of the first episode released of this podcast. Uh, but yeah, there are going to be a few changes. We're looking at, uh, at, at whatever, a, a lot of different things. So when we talk about the Fast Five, that will be uh, a little different when it comes back, mm-hmm. when we when we, when we inevitably remember yeah. to bring that back. But we haven't done a Fast Five since like October, right? To speak to your point, it feels like it. To speak to your point, Steve, this new year, I would like to reinvigorate the idea. And I know I've mentioned it a few times, and it, this has totally been on, on our end in terms of lack of planning and execution i would love to bring back the idea of some podcast swaps so we'll appear on your podcast mm-hmm. you die you know we'll call you up during hours and we'll chit chat for a few minutes kind of like we do with two minutes of awkward conversation yeah now this is good for listen we'll it's call a benefit it two minutes of awkward podcasting yeah and it's a good thing for everybody involved. We would like to get some new uh, earballs into this thing, mm-hmm. and it's good for other podcasts who you know to have us on there. And it's the same idea. It's a swap, and it. I, I love talking to people. We've talked about it, and we mention it every single time we get off the phone with somebody. That's usually the my favorite part of an episode. Yeah. I absolutely love having a conversation with people that I, I haven't met before, and I don't have to see in person, and I can just talk to them. <laughs> That's the key. That is the key. I don't want to ugh, look him in the eye. Yeah. So if you are interested in that, and I know we have some podcasts that follow us on social media and people who are involved with podcasts. I know Stan the Movie Man does a movie podcast and a comedy podcast. I know um, our friend Jesse Douglas does a, is involved in a podcast. Mm-hmm. We have multiples that follow us. Please send us a message on Twitter and Facebook or Facebook. Let us know, and we can try to hammer out a date, and we can maybe... You know, we record typically in the mornings on the weekend. We can mm-hmm. maybe make an exception on some afternoons, but if we can work out a hit, at least on our end during that point, that would be preferable. But send us a message there uh, for some for some new stuff coming up here in the new year for the Stephen Kyle podcast. I'm looking forward to it. I am. We need to put a fresh coat of paint on the old podcast. Yeah, I actually, I, I think uh, I was going to change the Twitter photo, which we've had since day one. Why would you do that? Well, we just got some uh, different designs. What's it going to be? Fresh coat of paint. I was literally just going to steal one of Philip's designs <laughs> that he'd emailed us, but it has okay. to be edited because the Twitter 
avatar is a circle, and if I do the circle, the oh, half yeah, the cut, lettering cuts gets off cut some off. Of, so cuts off some of the be, jokes. Has to be resized. So uh, again, please send us a message if you're interested in that, and you host or co-host or a part of a podcast, or or even if it's a podcast that you know, mm-hmm. like your friend runs a podcast, you don't have to be a part of it, yeah. and you think, hey. They would benefit from this, or we would benefit from having them on. That would be the way to do it. And maybe we start that with our friend and former uh, guest on this show who couldn't stop swearing, Steve's friend Frank. Possibly, yeah. I mean, we'll keep the cost low. Do you it's think not, he's too It's not going to cost you too much. I don't know. He he was a he was on the uh, the the leading edge of the podcast movement back in the back in the late aughts. Well, Steve. I hate to cut any of that short, but we are on a crunch in terms of having to get a hold of somebody because tis the season, Steve. It sure is. It is uh, the holiday season, the solstice season, and we mentioned this about a month ago when we had him on the phone, and it's time we get a hold of again our friend in the field, our uh, in-the-field Jewish correspondent, Brian, to, to ask questions from a couple of idiots. I believe that was the name he came up with. Uh, we came up with it after the he, fact, after he, the first time we talked But I think he approved it. Yeah, it was approved. But I have heard some rumblings this morning in the, around the office hmm. that somebody, in preparation for this moment, may have put together a little piece for us to welcome Brian into the yeah. show to... to because you got to have a sequitur. You can't just have you know Steve and Kyle talking about let's exchange podcast hits and Ooh. then boom in the field Jewish correspondent Brian's on the phone. No, we so need, we need something to break that up. Yeah, I was sent this intro by Kevin in a production department. So you ready? I let's give this thing a whirl. Let's this, see what we got. This is not something we asked for. I don't believe we need it, but hey, we'll be the judge of that again. Nuclear. Oh, it's the who. All right. I like it so far. Oh, groovy. Jew. Oh. Jew. Jew. Huh. Oh, boy. I believe that was the who's who are you. Yeah. Turned into who are Jew. Was that then Jew who who Jew? I mean, maybe one more time so we can... Because whose voice was that? I mean... Jew, Jew, Jew. Sounds like you. Excuse you. Uh, this will be dealt with Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> He's not in on Saturdays. For God's sake. Well, I guess we'll. You know that's going up the HR flagpole. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, while we're at it. Oh, look at that. I got a text back from Frank. Yes, Frank. Deal. In. <laughs> he says, deal. What does that mean? Okay. <laughs> Hang on, now is where we negotiate financial do wanna, terms. Do you want to call Frank right now? We can call Frank first. Uh, I don't. Okay, we, well, we have a we ha, he has to be somewhere in twenty minutes. Okay, uh, let's get are to in it. the field. All right, what's his name? Brian. Brian. Brian Krause. Are in the field. Matt. Jewish correspondent. Definitely not Matt. What's his name? Brian. It's still Brian. Come on, Brian. Could be a temple. Come on, Brian. Okay. All right, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. 
Your call has been forwarded to an automated... Pretty sure he said he'd be available. Yeah, he said he needed to be somewhere by 10.30. It's 10.05. 10.05. uh, I said it would be within the next hour. And in fairness, it's been an hour and 14 minutes since I said that, but it's not our fault. We had to wait for Kevin to send that production audio over. Okay. You think, that was, you think he heard that? I think Brian heard that and that was the deal breaker? That concludes this week's episode of Who Are Jew? Jew. 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 Well, we'll get Brian back on in uh, probably look, next week. Look forward to talking to Brian next time. Now, did we want to pivot quickly to either talk to Frank? We also have a two minutes of awkward conversation that's been in the books or that's been uh, waiting for uh, about a month. Hmm. What uh, uh, Do you have a preference or we bump all of it? Uh, I'm sending Frank a quick follow-up text. See if okay. he's available. If he is, we'll just we'll give him a ring. As always, the it, it holds true that your name will be on the list if you leave us a review, or you know if you've been someone that's binged. We have to, we also have to talk to uh, to our friend Dan Shike again, who has completed his binge re-listen of the Stephen Kyle podcast. If you've done that, let us know as well, and we will put you on the list. You getting a call there, Steve? Looks like uh, looks like someone's calling me back. Is that should we? Is that Brian? Should we go to it? Whatever makes that sound stop. Uh, Stephen Kyle podcast. It's Brian. Hey, Brian. How are you, man? Good. How are you doing? Sorry about that. That's... I uh, had my phone charging and stepped away for a minute and didn't hear it ring. That's all right. That's all right. We figured uh, We figured such was the case. Yeah. Now, uh, you you can't hear it, Brian, but we uh, there, someone in our production team has made a beautiful new intro song for your appearances on the show, so I'll be curious. Awesome. We should have, I guess we should have run it up the flagpole for approval first but what's done is done and if uh, if heads need to roll kevin in production is an easy uh, head to lop off so when you hear that this week on the podcast let us know if it's approved or not on your end i will definitely all right brian it's the holiday season happy holidays to you and yours and to you as well now you i believe in the the last time we talked to you you said that uh, your your family kind of celebrates both right like you're going to be celebrating both christmas and hanukkah this year yes so is the is the christmas tree up no we'll probably be getting that tomorrow okay all right so you're one of the so you're a late buyer you you going off the scrap heap brian is what's that you going off the scrap heap you go into the lots and ask like hey you know, you're low on trees. I'll give you half off type of thing. Is that why you wait so long? No, it's more of uh, not wanting a fire hazard for very long. Oh, ah, come on. That, they that, dry out quick. That, that doesn't happen anymore. That's uh, <laughs> it's a myth. You just throw a bucket of water underneath yeah. it, right? Don't you put the tree in a five-gallon well, you, bucket? You, you water it, but at some point it dies, and then it be, the needles all start falling off. So we usually do it about 10 days prior. And Okay. Um, leave it up for like another week or two after, and that way it kind of maximizes the effect if we can. You got to go fake tree, man. I was anti fake tree. Fake tree. Can't was... do big tree. We got a small room. No, no, no. So. Fake, fake tree. Fake Low tree. Low ceilings. I was uh... no, no fake trees. Nope. I've been told that very specific. No fake wow. trees. Okay. So you've been putting yeah. your place in regards to the to the tree. <laughs> now, do you have? I'd, I'd be good either way. So. 
doesn't matter to me whether it's a fake tree or a real tree. If she wants a real tree, I'm fine with that. I was anti-fake tree for the longest time because I remember for a while when I was growing up, we had a fake tree. And that was during the time when fake trees looked like fake trees. Right. They looked like hell. Yeah. And it took like four hours to put the things up because you had to take each branch out individually, unfold it, and uh, fluff it up a bit. But now, last year or the year before, we got a fake tree. It's a pre-lit fake one. It comes in three sections. You take it out of the box. You put the base down. Then the middle section snaps in, and then the top one snaps into that. And all of the lights, like you don't have to plug. The only thing is you plug one thing into the wall. Whole thing lights up. It's got a little foot switch on it, so you just step on the switch to turn it on. And then you take about 10 minutes to unfold the branches, and that thing looks so good. It's incredible. Nice. Get one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Brian, for God's <laughs> sake, Put the thing man. up in, like, October. It's not going to burn down. I don't know. There's something about the smell of a Christmas tree, though. Well, just get a... Get a uh, There's also something about the smell set. of a burned-down home when <laughs> it dries out and catches on fire. <laughs> All right, so talk uh, talk Hanukkah to us. We don't really have any questions about it, but we want to hear about it from your perspective. Yeah, how are you balancing both of these now, Brian? Because as you essentially admitted to us last time, you said you're a, a fake Jewish correspondent uh, <laughs> that you only half celebrate and half study. Yeah. So how how do you balance both of these uh, during the same time and explain that to your children? Sure. Well, it's, I mean, it's pretty simple. They know, and at this point, they're 14 and 16, so they're definitely old enough to understand, and they have been for a few years. Um, but they, uh, you know, usually they're separated enough. This year, they're, they cross over each other just because of the timing of it. Uh, Hanukkah starts on the 22nd this year. But a lot of years, it starts, you know, end of November, early December, so you have a, a nice separation between the two. Um, for us, really, Hanukkah, it's mostly about lighting the candles. Uh, there's not a whole lot beyond that, you know, unless you're really, you know, kind of not hardcore, but, you know, more um, what about orthodox. The, what about the your- dreidel? You spin the dreidel, right? Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I, I, I made honestly, it out of clay. <laughs> never spun a dreidel. Really? Whoa. Yeah, no. I think yeah. I've spun a well, dreidel. Then, like I said last time, growing up, we didn't really celebrate Hanukkah. It wasn't until I was, I don't know, late teens before um, my father started celebrating, and I kind of jumped into it. You know, it was nice to kind of embrace the heritage that I hadn't really done Um yeah. Now, my now, kids have always enjoyed it. So now we come to you for answers, Brian. So can you explain to to Steve and I, a couple of dummies, about why Hanukkah's dates can change so wildly? Yes. Why does it yes. end of November or the week overlapping Christmas sometimes? And that's because uh, Judaism is all based around the lunar calendar, yes, as opposed to the Gregorian or solar calendar. Okay, so, so you read horoscopes yeah. and. <laughs> Yeah, same thing. That's why Easter varies every year. That's why um, most, you know, not most, all the Jewish holidays vary from across the the year. It's okay. just because it's all based on the lunar uh, gotcha. calendar. Now, you, you, you're as we talked about, as you mentioned, you're you're kind of doing both. So you're just, are you simply lighting the candles for Hanukkah and doing? Christmas morning gifts type so that tradition yeah. or are you doing Hanukkah yeah. gifts in addition to Christmas morning gifts no we don't do Christmas uh, Hanukkah gifts I mean 
you know, my father will send the boys a Hanukkah gift. It's not eight gifts. It's right. usually it's a gift card of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really want to get into it, Hanukkah is not about giving gifts. I, I, I believe that that was kind of in response to Christmas, the right. kind of the commercialism around Christmas, that they said, oh, it's eight nights, let's do eight gifts. If you really kind of delve into the history of the holiday, it has nothing to do with gifts, which I guess is kind of the same way with Christmas, right. too. What are you talking um, about? That's the only, like, <laughs> Christmas, I know. Christmas is all about Santa Claus. Fat bring, man, red suit. Yeah. Bringing me toys. <laughs> yes. You're right. Now, have you it's, thought it's about not Santa's birthday? Is that <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about splitting this up almost like a uh, a divorced family has to do, where you split it? So, twenty nineteen, you'll celebrate Christmas. You'll have, you know, Santa Claus out in the yard and as an inflatable, and then twenty twenty, nothing but Jewish representation in the home. Have you thought about doing it that way? I, I don't know. I don't think that would fly. And honestly. I don't think I would want to do it that way either. I enjoy both ends of it. Um, I, it's nice to, you know, every year the kids like going and lighting the candles. They they alternate each night. One lights the candle, the other reads the prayer, and then the next night they switch. And then Christmas morning we get up, open the gifts, we have a nice Christmas breakfast, we go visit some family in the afternoon. You're really, I don't think I'd want to change that. You're a double dipper. You're trying oh, yeah. to you're trying to play bo- both sides, aren't you? <laughs> it's a good well, move. you know when when you have split heritage, especially with you know my kids. I mean, they're half Catholic, half Jewish. Right. So you know they. I think it's important for them to understand both sides of it, and if they can get double exposure to that, you know they seem to enjoy doing. Hanukkah, they probably don't remember as much doing some of the other stuff like Seder's and Rosh Hashanah and Yom mm-hmm. Kippur. Spring, uh... um, you know that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for the Amish part, Amish side of us. <laughs> now, uh, now, Brian, is there an equivalent? And again, excuse my ignorance on these. I don't mean to insult. Yeah. That's not the point. Is there like a yeah. Jewish equivalent of you know the Catholic? The big thing in Catholicism would be the midnight mass or the Christmas Eve mass. Is there an equivalent of that for Hanukkah for uh, for Judaism? So actually, it was funny. I, I kind of figured you guys were going to be asking about this. So I was doing a little more digging in this morning about it. And where Hanukkah is a little different than, like, let's say, Passover and Yom Kippur, they are not hardened religious holidays, you know, in, you know, like when you get into, like, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, where you're kind of reflecting on the year and it, it's a very sacred time or Passover, which, you know, it really gets into the whole Jews leaving Egypt and getting their freedom. And there's a, a really strong religious aspect to it. In reading up on Hanukkah, it's not really, it's it's almost a more secular, it's a celebratory holiday. So like where on the Sabbath, a Jew is not supposed to do any work, you're not supposed to quote-unquote light fire, you know, which, you know, gets interpreted different ways. Like actual, so, wait, like actual fires or like like uh, well, igniting an argument to, with, a, with a relative? <laughs> well, yeah, more of literal fire, you know, when you, and you're going back more to, you know, the times of, you know, Christ and around there with obviously no electricity, 
So some very orthodox would view putting on a light switch as kind of creating that spark, which is fire. Same thing with like starting a car, you know, in kind of the traditional sense. Isn't that inconvenient? You can't can't turn on a light switch? For some people, no. Very orthodox. They're very, you know, to the letter, you know, and then you have kind of the more, um, I don't want to say liberal, but, you know, kind of people who view the the changing of times and, you know, understanding that, sure. you know, same thing like in Catholicism, if you go back and look at what a true Catholic is compared to what someone is today, it's very different. So it's the same thing in Judaism. Okay. Uh, you have some who are hard and fast with, you know, this is the letter of the law in Judaism. For example, um, eating pork, the, you know, in Judaism, it's it's strictly outlawed. Oh, it's so delicious, in though. Reality, Have they ever you had know, ribs? See it huh? Yeah. Well, it, it like a nice pork to... loin. Oh, pulled <laughs> pork yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, pulled pork but again, again, bacon. for some like like a, a true Jew- Jewish deli, you cannot get cheese and meat because you're not supposed to. Sure. Yeah. Has, um, to to mix the two. Oh, um, so yeah. you go to a mm-hmm. true Jewish deli and. You know, they don't have cheese. You well, know, it's all meat. Well, I mean, uh, uh, same, if, no milk. Same thing. I remember when I when I was in college, I worked for a moving company over the summers, and we would. Uh, I, I remember specifically a couple houses that we moved. Uh, it was a Jewish family, and in their kitchen there were two refrigerators, two yep. stoves, and yep. it, I mean, it was like it wasn't even up for discussion whether you could yeah. combine right. like, oh, this box came out of here and this one came out of here. We'll just throw them together and put them in the truck. It was, everything had to be separated. Like, Oh, yeah. I there mean, are, there are no, hotels that have two separate kitchens. Wow. Um, yeah, and again, you know, uh, it was funny. In college, I took a course on Judaism because, you know, at that point in my life, I really didn't know much about it. So I had to take some religious classes because that was a requirement to graduate. So I'm like, well, they have Jewish classes. I'll learn about that. Mm-hmm. I had a one of my professors was a rabbi. And what I learned in that is that a lot of these laws were based on kind of guides to survival. So the whole thing with the pork and not eating it was pork didn't keep well. So if you tried to eat pork, it was highly likely that you could get sick and die from it. So rather than risk people do that, they made a essentially a law that said, don't eat pork. Oh boy, well, that's so short-sighted. Like just well, get again, fi- in today's figure- environment, <laughs> you know, we, uh, you know, we have refrigeration, we have, you know, we can cure our meats, and yeah. so it's not as much an issue. But a lot of those were, you know, a lot of what the stories in the Bible are all based on kind of lack of knowledge. Sure, you know, like, it's. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you look at it, and it's completely outdated now yeah. because it's a couple thousand right. years old. So progressive people will kind of take that into account and say, well, we get the whole pork thing, but I'm not going to get sick and die from it. So, And also bacon is delicious. Yeah, and I right. mean, you cannot... And then you have those groups who hold on to the strictest law mm. of, nope, says you can't eat it, we're not eating it. Yeah, you, so, cannot, you cannot downplay the deliciousness of, like, a nice thick cut of crispy <laughs> bacon. Oh, I mean, yep. applewood smoked. Look, that'll turn, that'll turn uh, 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 anybody... 
That'll turn any religion upside down. You just sample a piece. That'll of That'll turn Definitely. any Orthodox yeah. Jew into a halfsy like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now, Brian, uh, we do have to let you go here in a minute. I did want to ask though regarding that. I'm assuming you know and are, you know, you you communicate with some families that are that Orthodox and that traditional. Are you shunned or are you looked down on because of the way you've done it? I don't think so. Um, I don't really, uh, from an Orthodox perspective, honestly, I don't really know a lot of Orthodox okay. Jewish people. I, most of the people who I know, like I actually have a coworker who is, um, you know, goes to temple, so, you know, goes to temple for um, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, fasts for the whole day, does does the whole nine yards, um, but you know. I think most people are, hey, you're you're kind of taking in and honoring your religion. If, if you do it in your own way, we're good with that. Same thing, like, you know, with, you know, Catholics, you don't go to church, you know, as long as you kind of have that internal belief and, you know, you kind of stick to the, the morals and ethics that are set forth, and mm-hmm. I think most people are pretty good with that. Wow. Well, a lot of good info, Brian. Thank you for uh, thank you for picking up. And apologies for the uh, late notice. We know you have to get going. You're, of course, uh, you're going to volunteer today, and we were stealing yeah. some of your time on the way to do that. So we can't hey, thank you enough for the time. My pleasure. All right, Brian. We're Looking happy forward Hanukkah. to it. So is it? Well, is you it? as well. Well, happy, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Were you about and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to talk in the spring uh, if the show's still around. Well, I mean, let's not get carried away now, <laughs> yeah, let's Brian. Not get carried away. Uh, shalom, <laughs> happy Hanukkah, and enjoy your rum springa. <laughs> we'll talk to you around uh, Rosh Hashanah or Passover uh, or whatever the, any of the other ones I have questions about are. Definitely, yep. I'm All always right, available. Just let me know, and I'm happy to talk. Talk to you later. Take care. Excellent. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I love talking to our in-the-field Jewish correspondent. Okay, we apparently we have to play this out. Kevin, run the board now, too? Jew. 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 Yeah, it's a, it's a hidden cut on, on the Who's album, apparently. Yeah, that's like if you... What is it like? The dark side of the moon. That if you play that yeah, in reverse, play backwards. Yeah. So if you go says, back and play the Who, who are you yeah. in reverse? Yeah, it says Paul is dead, <laughs> and you get you get this weird cut, and it uh, you unlock a code. It's like a Nintendo game. Do you want to go from guest directly into another guest? Sure. Right. Yeah. Because we're gonna call uh, college friend Frank. Have you told him not to curse? No, I haven't. Not yet. Oh, great. Well, you got to bleep it, not me. Frankie Frank. Hey, Steve. How are you? What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just uh, waking up. You guys record early, huh? Yeah, we do. We we knock it out early on Saturday, so we have the rest of the weekend uh, to to do nothing. Really, I don't have any other. <laughs> I don't have any other plans. But we used this to rec- is- we used to record on Sunday mornings, and then I felt like. When we were done recording, my my weekend was over, even though it was only like 11 a.m. So we pushed it yeah. back a day. That's smart. I mean, there's a lot to get to. I have a lot to yeah. do yeah. these days. Now, yeah. Fra- Frank, has anybody told you? Yeah, exactly. Has anybody told you, Frank, you got a heck of a set of pipes? I have heard that, yes. I think you told me that once before, actually. Uh, it wouldn't yes. surprise me. I'm a broken record, Frank, and it's. <laughs> I love hearing them. I can listen to these pipes every day. I wish you had a podcast. Yeah. I uh, Well... <laughs> 
Frank, there's a couple of questions that we have for you. Uh-huh. Um, one of them is what I was just texting you about. But before we get to that, I need to know. Uh, th- it's been a, a bit of a trope on this podcast. We've talked about it numerous times. Uh-huh. Uh, it is referred to as the underwear wrestling incident. Um, I need to know if, by me just saying underwear wrestling incident, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm guessing it's Mark. Mark. In college? No, no, no. It's not Mark in college. Okay. Um, Uh, Then I'm not sure. Do you remember it was... uh, It was going to be like a reveal or something? It's going to be a gross reveal for me or something? No, 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 (laughs) no. But I think you'll remember it once I tell you about it. But it was sophomore year of college... We yep. were over at uh, at the townhouse, 22 Matilda Terrace, I believe it was. Yep. And we were... <laughs> we were, like, uh, starting our own wrestling league. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 a quick interjection. How did you guys have time with all the sex you were surely having? Yeah. It was difficult. We let them watch. It got them worked up. And then pounced afterwards. Yeah. So we it was uh, like a foreplay, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just needed needed to wet their whistle a bit. <laughs> yes. So yes, we decided that we we each took on our own character, and oh my God. Um, and we we pushed the couches out of the out of the way in the living room. Yeah. We threw some couch cushions on the ground, and then we choreographed actual wrestling matches. This is uh, deeply deeply embarrassing already, but it's yeah. terrible. Had you Please continue? Yes. Had you forgotten about that? Had you pushed this so far down in into your psyche that you didn't remember it? Yeah, it didn't fall into the, my college experience memory. No. So this is this. <laughs> hey story, man, tell me about your rad college days. Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't going to make the Frank autobiography then someday. Yeah. Like, what was Mom's University like? That wasn't going to make the cut. <laughs> well, if you're a loser, uh, <laughs> yeah. you can hang out with other losers and wrestle. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, I, I specifically remember there was one night where we were all wrestling. <laughs> in character and in costume. In character, in costume. Obviously, yeah. And one of us was uh, recording, because I think Ray had a Ray had a video camera. Of and, course, you want to document this sort of thing, too. Right, right? yeah, yeah, because this is, I mean, these are the days that you'll look back on and say, those were the days, man. Those yeah. were the days. Yeah. And do you remember the, uh, I remember we just referred to them as the hot girls that live next door. To, uh, <laughs> they were just like probably middle-aged women. Probably like, <laughs> Again, at a that mom age, and her daughter going to work every day. <laughs> but but we uh, we were convinced we were going to make them the hot girls, no matter what. Yeah. And yeah. we hadn't like well, you and I didn't live there, so we wouldn't our our interactions with them would have been much less. But the three guys that did live there, they never interacted with them oh, ever, no. other than a hey, hi, yeah. Oh, sure. a lot of snow today. Okay. But for whatever reason, that was the day that they decided to just walk over and, like, come in that back door into the kitchen while we were dancing around wrestling. That sounds vaguely familiar. In yeah. the living room. And I distinctly remember, because I was in the middle of, of a match, and... <laughs> and so they were the title fight. Yeah, yeah it was a title match. Yeah, I mean, this one was for the belt. And they walked in the door, and all of us just froze, and then I ran up the steps and hid. That sounds right, yeah. <laughs> Listen, this and is... You're, what, like, 18, you're able to vote at that age, right? Like, what, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, sophomore, yeah, sophomore year. So we're talking 2000, 2001. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was 20 years old and I was wrestling with my buddies on a Saturday night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, this was not. So that, even that doesn't ring any bells for you, Frank. You don't remember that specific time that assuredly those hot girls were coming over because, you know, the, the they'd been overtaken. By lust, yeah. and they decided yeah. tonight was the night they were going to go ravage their neighbors. You don't remember that. I, I mean, it's all coming back to me now, I will say. <laughs> if I'm on trial, which I feel like I am, I would say it's all coming back to me now, yeah. Oh, no, look, this, this is not meant as an attack at all, because I was, I was, I'm just as guilty as you are, so yeah. if, if we're, if we're doing time, we're, <laughs> we're doing time together. I've just been, Frank, to clarify, since this podcast, that story came out, I have been looking for an expert or somebody who was there who could relive that and maybe give me I don't I don't care the smallest shred of further detail because I live and thrive off of this story and the only other person involved is a man that Steve will never speak to or talk about again. Yeah, um that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's uh, true. um we there's been a whole other thread on this show uh, on our podcast about uh Ray and getting in touch with Ray again. We even came up with an idea for a spinoff of the podcast, and it was called Ray Connections, where we, where people, if they, if they want to reconnect with someone that they knew, but they have to be named Ray, they could get in touch with us. It's a really, it's a really limited scope, but we think it has a chance. Can their last name be Ray, like Donnie Ray? Or Ooh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll make some. Yeah, okay. Listen, the scope's already is too limited. We're gonna have to make some <laughs> some uh, concessions to make this yeah. work. If you go to our merch store, we actually have a T-shirt that is it's the old Love Connection logo, but somebody edited it to say Ray Connections. I don't think it's ever sold one. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Zero so, sales. Nobody wants that. So uh, I can confirm this took place as far as like intimate details. Uh, I remember there being leg drops. I remember there being um, <laughs> like because Brian was the most like sexually repressed of all, of us. <laughs> right? That is one hundred percent true. So I think Although I don't know most, though, like, I don't know Dave. Oof, yeah, no, uh, tough. That's tough. Or Ray. I I, what are we talking about? Or Ray. I mean, it, that's like a... <laughs> I mean, that is a three-way of no sex. That's true. <laughs> like, not to say that you and I were, uh, were, were no. like topping the charts or anything, but yeah. there wasn't much going on in that house. There was not, no. and uh, <laughs> But there was like a real sense of like boyish... Uh, like glee and mischief <laughs> in that in that room, yes. uh, which makes me very uncomfortable right now. Um, but I think that led because wrestling wasn't even popular or cool then. Well, we that was enough to do. Yeah, uh, but boyish glee and mischief is the most accurate description of that time frame for all of yeah. us that I've ever yes. heard. Well, because it was probably the first time most all of you had lived. Alone, well, not alone, but outside of your parents' dwelling. Yeah, yes. and I, apparently, you guys decided to revert back to what so, normally eight-year-olds would do. So, something that uh, I think about a lot from that era. I'm not sure, Steve, if you remember this, but I didn't have my own computer. Okay, yeah. Um, and so, Steve and I shared a room, and uh, Steve had some, you know, old, like late '90s laptop with a big old monitor. You yeah, whole night. And I would use use Steve's computer to you know check my email 
and also look at pornography when Steve <laughs> wasn't in the room, as as a cool roommate does. Right. Yeah, I did the same thing with uh with Stewie freshman year. That was awful exactly. nice of you to wait for when he wasn't in the room. I think very courteous exactly. of you, Frank. That yeah. would be weird if I was just like, "Hey, check this out." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Frank. We didn't. We never had that kind of relationship. Like the, "Hey, no. check out the porno I'm watching." It's like, "Hey, you should get a higher resolution monitor." <laughs> yeah. um, I would argue it would be more problematic for people who did have that relationship. <laughs> hey, yes. the, hey, the refresh rate on your monitor is making it look like a flip book when I'm watching yeah. porno. <laughs> so I was, I guess I had used your laptop. And we, we both came back and I left. We both came back to the, the dorm room and you turn on, turn on your monitor. And I guess I forgot to close the <laughs> screen. You remember this? I don't. So this must have been sophomore year then when we were in. A- and it was like a, a, a blonde, like busty woman just eating a banana topless. <laughs> so, so, so but how does this play? Wait, hold no. on. So that was... Uh, I don't want to dig too deep, but is that what you were into? That was that's the, the kind of hardcore shit I was into <laughs> at the time. This is a pre nine eleven world, by the way. Yeah, yeah times were more yeah, innocent yeah, then, yeah, Frank. Exactly. You're excused. Now, yeah. now you seem to remember this a little more, Frank. So Steve turns on the monitor and sees this. How does Steve play it? Cool roommate, just close the window and move on. Or does Steve go, no. "Hey, you freaking weirdo! What the what the heck is this?" He just turns over and he's like, "Come on." <laughs> And the good. Oh man, I'm happy to know that I'm uh, I'm I'm consistent because that would be my exact reaction now. Yes. I just look at you and go, really, like really. <laughs> yeah. One, yes, was- this is what you're into, and two, you couldn't even close the window. Yep, I got too worked up to cover my tracks. <laughs> man, oh man. Well, so again, simpler times. It, man, so- it, I I love talking about this stuff because every time I do. It brings back a million other memories that I had forgotten yeah. about and are just fantastic. Yeah. I, I bring that up because I think at the same level, level of like innocence and like perviness was in the room when we were wrestling as well. Like somehow we thought it was there was like a sexual energy to the <laughs> a non non homoerotic yet homoerotic um, right. sexual energy. Well, I yeah. mean wrestling it in its purest form is a bit is a bit homoerotic. Oh no question. To begin sure. with, sure, you're sure, ro- sure. rolling around with other men, uh, barely clothed. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> so I'm happy to know that we weren't too far outside of what was normal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to relive these memories with you on a recorded format. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that I'm <laughs> sure that everyone up and down Matilda Terrace was doing the same thing we were on Friday and yes. Saturday nights. Matilda Terrace. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just uh, just a lot of waves out the windows, like, "Hey, how's wrestling going tonight?" <laughs> so, uh, the the reason I wanted to call you, you had sent me a text maybe a week ago or so, yes. saying, "Hey, me and Eric uh, started up the podcast again. Can you give us a give us a plug on uh, on Instagram?" Yeah, and I said, "Yeah, absolutely, happy to do it." And uh, so I wait to call out my desperate thirsty ploy but yes you could have just said hey we have a new podcast no no no. Yeah, i need to looking- i need to show how <laughs> how pathetic you were <laughs> yes okay. no i didn't you know i didn't take it like that at all honestly no i'm kidding i'm kidding um so i said yeah definitely but i 
uh, I knew I was I was traveling over the last couple of days, so I'm like, I'm going to download a bunch of episodes and listen to it because before I promote it, I want to make sure you guys, uh, of course, you're not going rogue, you're not like Hitler Youth all of a sudden or anything, because <laughs> that yeah. would have been a weird turn. And I hadn't listened would, to your hadn't listened to your would, podcast in a while because you you guys you recorded for like ten years, right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a gotcha moment, but we we had a, done a podcast for about ten years that was just about like our lives essentially, mm-hmm. and you know, like as the, the things you say ten years ago, as the story we just told proves, don't always hold up super well. Definitely uh, not, so, especially not in this in this era. This yes, yeah, and so we decided to just like sort of scrap it and start over, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, and it's been a, sort of a new format, and. Uh, yeah, it's been great. It feels like a, a little fresh start. So uh, we basically like review something that doesn't matter and it's not culturally relevant at all, but we enjoy. I've I've listened to I think your first five or six episodes. Oh, great, great. So the first the first one it was um, I think it's called Firestorm, right? Yeah, it's a band called Earth Crisis. They're like a, <laughs> a vegan straight edge hardcore band from the '90s. They have a song called Firestorm. Which is a sort of anthem and a terrible song all at the same time. It, um, yeah, because at, and then at the end of the episode, you close the episode by playing the song. It, it yeah, one hundred percent accurate. It's one of the, <laughs> it's one of the worst pieces of crap I've ever yeah. heard. It's I very bad. highly enjoyed the episode. You also reviewed uh, Police Academy, Jaws. Yes. I listened to the Blair Witch Project yesterday. I listened to Alien Ant Farm when oh, I was so good. when I was at the gym today, <laughs> um, and I hadn't heard that song movies in. I think we used to play that. Now, a little background. Frank and I from Frank was one of the first people that I met freshman year at college, Monmouth University, and we quickly we became good friends. And I remember one of the first few days uh, of freshman orientation, there were posters all around campus. Join the college radio station, and uh, and you came to me and you were like, "Hey, man, we should go to that meeting." So I was all about it. I was like, yeah, one yeah. put me on the radio because it is a it's it's a college radio station. It's col- it's yeah. a college music format, and like for me, I've never been a huge music guy at all. So the honestly, the format, whatever, I didn't care if it was country music. I would have been like, yeah, cool, that sounds like fun. So yeah. we go. I remember going to that first meeting and. Uh, in the the third floor of the student center, there were like a hundred people jammed into this tiny room that that holds ten people. And I remember thinking, "There's no chance I'm going to get a radio show. I'm out of yeah. here." So I yeah. I bailed. Uh, you ended up getting a radio show, but you went through like a, a couple different co-hosts who were just n- who kind of flaked out. And well, I, I also like submitted a tape and did not get a show. Okay, and I was denied a show. And then this girl on the second floor of our dorm. Carrie got a show. Ah, Carrie. She bailed after a couple weeks, so I took over her show. Yep. And then sort of like just worked my way through, even though I wasn't exactly invited in, Um, uh, found a way to have a show. True or false, your your radio show with Carrie was called Morning Wood. Uh Potentially true. I cannot remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. I remember you. I remember helping you put Sounds up. accurate. I remember helping you put up flyers around campus that, wow. <laughs> that said "Morning Wood" with a question mark, and then it was like <laughs> pictures of you and Carrie given the uh, face. God, my God. Yeah, that's. I guess that's true. Yeah. So then it was. I remember uh, about halfway through second semester at uh, a freshman year, I ended up becoming your co-host because. I don't know. You, you couldn't like nobody else would would consistently do it. Correct. So, <laughs> so I was like, by default, 
I was yes. now on the radio, which is still, I still credit you for uh, basically changing the trajectory of my life. Because if I hadn't, if I hadn't done that, I mean, I'm still working in radio. This is 20 years later, which is yeah. like one of the most remarkable things ever. But yeah, uh, yeah so the, your most recent episode, you talk about the band Alien Ant Farm, specifically yeah. the, the song Movies which I don't think I've heard since we played it on WMCX 88.9 FM about, you know, anywhere from 18 to 20 years ago. That's a shame. It's a great song. It's a real banger. (laughs) Check it out. So here's what we're thinking. Maybe on a weekly basis, uh, we can do like a little cross promotion where you guys can promote us. We promote you and everybody wins because they're both (laughs) the, the, the true winner is the listener. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah, obviously, because, because we're all desperate, Frank. That's what we're getting at, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that works for me. Well, uh, we're happy to promote anything, anybody, <laughs> anybody who's willing to give us money or anything. We're happy to schlock whatever it is. Well, I uh, listened because uh, I listened to five or six episodes, like I was saying, and I your podcast felt very familiar to listen to it. I was like, ah, that's that's what we do now granted you're you may talk more about music or movies but the the yeah. tone of it is exactly the same couple of buddies hanging out just recording and uh and and you know talking about the things that are that they enjoy just trying to have a good time trying know? to have just a good do, time yeah uh that was sort of the impetus the reason we're reviewing things is just a, a reason to have a conversation with your your best friend you know and right. sort of uh yuck it up so uh, yeah. I just want to make it clear, Kyle and I are in no way best friends. <laughs> we simply have started this podcast, and now we are obligated to do it once a week. Yeah, listen, Frank, when we started this in 2016, there was a, a real a wide valley, and there was a hole that needed to be filled in terms of uh, middle-class white guys talking in podcast <laughs> form. And so Steve and I had to step up to the plate and yeah. really fill yes. that void. Yeah, I mean, when does a th- when else does a 30-something white guy get to really have his voice heard? Right. Never. It, it, exactly. And it's very it's a very important voice to have. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, definitely. That I mean, how else to the social dialogue. Yeah, how else would the stories about underwear wrestling make it into the mainstream? Were we in our underwear? Why was the underwear? No, it, it wasn't underwear, but that's on this podcast that's just what it's evolved into. I see. I see. Um, Thank God. Yeah, I, basically. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, I just remember details the way I heard him, Frank, <laughs> and I remember Steve telling me he was covering his junk, <laughs> sprinting up the stairs in his underwear to so because, you know, quick as the flash, those girls definitely wouldn't recognize Steve Obviously. as one of the guys who lived there. Yeah, I went upstairs, yeah. no doubt, to change into my cool clothes and then and yeah. stroll down the steps and be like, oh, hey, ladies, didn't see yes. you come in. Yeah. He had to what go put on your, his Jinko what, jeans and his, <laughs> you know, his uh, Tommy Hilfiger shirt. <laughs> what was your uh, character name? Steve? I don't remember. I yeah. can't. I, I couldn't possibly remember. But the thing yeah. is, I know that because Ray Ray was videotaping it. Huh? And I that videotape, it has to exist somewhere. When was the last time you talked to Ray? Uh, 2009? Okay, so you went to visit him, right? Like he was in Houston or something? Yeah, I went to visit him and had a very unpleasant experience. I remember you saying that you were in his apartment or his house for one or two minutes before you realized it was a big mistake. Yeah, uh, it was one of those situations where um, you realize that your friend hasn't changed very much. Mm -hmm. And like, you're still kind of, uh, 
it wasn't it wasn't great it was a Tense, I guess, for me. Hmm. I, mean, I think maybe he had a good time. I don't know. Well, I, I'm going to need a nominee, Frank. Uh, of all the people who lived in that house and knew Ray, I need someone to get in touch with him. We need to get our hands on this videotape so we can get <laughs> more details regarding the I wrestling. Know. I guess I still have his email. I'm not trying to email him, but I guess I still have his email address. You know what? Flip it off to me. <laughs> I'll act as a liaison. I, and I still remember his uh, his phone number, um, but wow. I I remember he gave after he moved because Ray moved to Budapest for a while. Yes, and he gave his phone number to his brother, Sex Ed. Right. Yes. But yes. I've uh, there have been many times where I've thought I should text it and see if it's still because if it's Ed's number, he'd be able to get me in touch with Ray, no doubt. Yeah, I just I just searched my phone while we're talking. Uh, I think the last correspondence we had was two thousand. Yeah, two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Man, the yeah, journey I mean, continues. Like he can reach out if he wants to. I guess, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we we didn't exactly. Our the the last interaction I had with him wasn't exactly the best. So I don't I don't know if we'll I don't know if we'll rekindle that that romance anytime soon. What what was that? Do you remember? Was that him leaving or no? Uh, it was. <laughs> we've never gotten into it, and boy, that seems like a nine, an eighty twenty. No, it that's, was. That's um, what we call a tease in the biz, Frank. It's, uh, <laughs> it was no because after he after he left, I still communicated with him for a while. But it was after he left that I realized that essentially the last like three years he had been. While we had been hanging out all the time, he had been saying very mean things about me. Oh right, to yes. someone else. Yes, I remember that. And yes, that, that, yeah. So now I recall. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> but on the bright side, go ahead and give your latest podcast a plug. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're happy, we're happy to do that. We're going to record tomorrow. We're going to do like a, a holiday uh, holiday episode where we all watch um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation together. Love it. So we'll, we'll play a tone, and you can essentially watch along with us. Okay. Um, and then we're going to do another episode before the end of the year where we review the year 2010. Just um, the, the entire year? The, the year as it stands. Okay. Yeah, as, yes. I like it. Um, so you could tune in for that if you wish. Um, but yeah. The podcast is called Frank and Eric. Frank Correct. and Eric, a podcast. Correct. Yes, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple iTunes. Wherever you get your podcasts, that's where we are. Looks like you have a an episode where did you you guys tasted pumpkin spice lattes? Yeah, that didn't go very well. That wasn't the best episode. <laughs> we Com- did. Yeah, we did. Copycats. Yeah, we did that a year ago. Where were you, Frank? Yeah. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> I would yeah. just skip over that one if you're still looking. So, uh, my favorite part about your podcast—they're about a, uh, anywhere from an hour to like an hour and twenty minutes long. It looks like um, I like how you talk about the actual subject for about twenty minutes, then you go off on tangents for about forty-five minutes. And then you end it by saying, and that was our review of Police Academy. <laughs> yep. It really that's, makes me laugh at the end of each episode when you, bring, when you bring it all back around. Well, I appreciate your listening and I appreciate your calling. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll text you after. We'll, we'll work out some kind of details so we can swap some listeners and then we'll all be rich because we're, because <laughs> we're famous podcasters. Just imagine all the money coming your way, Frank. Oh, my God. Yes. Start buying a new house. I'll quit my job on Monday. Yeah. All right, man. It was good talking all to right. you. We'll Thanks talk to lot. you soon. Bye. See ya. 
Oh, man. Like Good a, old Frank. A look into Steve's past there. What are we doing? Who's calling me now? What? Is it Brian? Does he want more? I don't know. Leave it alone. Yeah, what the hell? But yeah, that's uh, always a pleasure to look back. It's, I, man, it's good to talk to Frank. I haven't talked to him in... Uh, it's been a while. It's been a, Honestly, the last time I talked to him on the phone was probably when we called him on this podcast. And so, that, was, uh, that was a while ago. Sounds like we've got... Uh, we're on our way to making money. Ooh, yeah. Do you think we wait uh, a little while? Wait after a couple episodes to invite him to Lispin? Living in Style Podcast Network? I mean, he's got to pay the entry fee. <laughs> they got a good logo, too. They have a great logo. I'm really jealous of it. Frank spend four hours on it. Frank is a gra- <laughs> Frank is a graphic designer, but look at that! Look at that! Isn't that beautiful? Oh wow, that looks nice. It's a hand, and it's it because their their whole thing. They end each episode with a "Stay Positive," so it's Frank and Erica podcast with a hand. And then if you look at the hand, it's got the words "Stay Positive." Oh, look at that! Scattered throughout them. Huh. Well, at least we got ours. Hey, our logo took. Hours. Hours and hours. God, that was fun. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So, yeah, again, uh, if you'd like to do something like that, exchange some podcast hits, message us on Twitter or Facebook at Steve and Kyle. We have our podcast BFFs now. It's Frank and Eric. Yeah, you're you're already behind the eight ball. Yeah. Um, so you're already going to have uh, to play catch up, if you will. You're going to mm-hmm. have to really knock our socks off if you want to do that. That's not true at all. <laughs> but, no, send us a message there. Uh, so we can do that. Yeah. What are we doing now? Do we have anything else to get to? Uh, nope. I was supposed to be home 15 minutes ago. Okay. So what you're saying is, uh, should probably wrap this up. Yeah, sure. That's not a terrible idea. <laughs> we didn't even get to mention the uh, the winter solstice gift. Ugh. The winter solstice gift exchange, which is well underway. Everybody receiving gifts. Um, if you haven't received yours yet, I don't think there's any reason to be alarmed. But no. send us a message by the end of this week if you haven't, and we'll double-check and triple-check and make sure everything's happening as it should be for you. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Steve and Kyle. Always leave reviews. You can do uh, questions, comments, or concerns, 424-30-SK-POD, 424-307-5763. We don't get many voicemails. No. I'd like to get some voicemails. I'd I think, love to get some voicemails. I think we should have a voicemail a voicemail section of the show. Yeah. If you're listening, 424-307-5763. That's 424-30-SK-POD. Leave us a message. We'll play it on the next episode. All right. Sound good? Everyone happy? The big gift exchange among the staff. Oh, yeah. Next, next week. week. Thanks to our guest this week. Oh, uh, in the field, Jewish correspondent, Brian. And uh, my buddy Frank, you can check them out. It's uh, Frank and Eric. I believe it's just frankanderic.com, but they're on all of the, I, on my iPhone. I just subscribe to them in the, uh, the Apple Podcast app, but I know it's Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere you get podcasts. Editor's note, Eric with a K. So thanks to them. Hopefully you'll be hearing more from them in the coming weeks. I think you'll enjoy their podcast. If you like ours, you'll, you'll definitely like them. It'll sound very familiar. Talk to you next week. You got anything else? That's it. All right. See you.